0: money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. And our tip this week um, has to do with the big mo. What's, what does that mean? The big Mo, what are we talking about here? This would be the interactive part. (laughs) Really? Anybody? The big Mo. Momentum. Momentum. How many of you guys are committed to invest in real estate? Just curious. Okay, I'm going to do a little scan of the room, see if we can get all of you guys in here. So raise your hand, keep your hand up, you're committed to be real estate investors. Okay, all right, so that's good, that's good. So I'm also curious, how many of you guys are like, I'm just checking this thing out, I really have no idea, I'll get back to you later, maybe after the meeting. Okay, thank you for being honest, okay, that's okay. Some of you guys are like, I'm going to be really honest, so I appreciate that as well. Uh, So so here's what I find, Uh, a lot of people as they're getting started may not have that momentum, right? Maybe dipping a toe maybe just kind of checking things out Um, I'm curious is anybody in here has anyone in, in here already burned their boats has anybody in here already burned the ships like I'm not I like I lost my job or I quit my job and I'm not going back to work Anybody like that? Okay, a couple of you guys. Okay, so 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 you guys all quit in November. I've heard about you all. So okay, okay. Now now I know because pe- people are always at like, what are these people doing? It's like, well, they're coming to my meeting. I don't know. So 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 uh, glad to know who you guys are too. What I love about that is, as you burn those ships, you create a little extra momentum that sometimes propels you to do some things that maybe you otherwise would not have done. So what what are some of the things that stop us and get in the way of us maybe being a real estate investor comfortability. comfort comfortability is that even a word Nick <laughs> I don't know Nick's like it might be <laughs> being comfortable that works too uh, what are what are some of the other things that might get in get in get in the way right, so not fear. knowledge time fear okay yes these are all good things now um, I'm gonna I want to talk to you guys about what I will call rocket ship momentum and um, Want to go through and kind of explain what i call the anatomy of a rocket so how many of you guys are kind of familiar or kind of watch spacex and kind of understand rockets follow a little bit of that stuff okay wonderful so so all the rest of you won't have any clue about what i'm talking about um, and won't be able to point out just in case I don't describe some of these things uh, 100% accurately. So give us a second guys, we're still going to work on the sound a little bit more and I appreciate that. So I'll tell you guys that uh, rockets have different fuel needs as they go through their different stages and different requirements. So as people, as as you're just taking off, that stage one part of the rocket is 5 million pounds that they got to do what with? They got to burn, they got to burn incredible amount. And and what kind of fuel are we burning at this stage? Stage one, kerosene, right? We're we're burning as hot as it can possibly be. Why? Because we've got to move something that is 138 feet long uh, with 7.7 million pounds of thrust lasting two and a half minutes going 38 miles to escape the earth's atmosphere. Is that hard to do? Does that require some momentum, right? And then sometimes we get some momentum, things kind of get exciting, things get fun. And then what else do we need to do? Sometimes you ever feel like I got to kick into booster gear, right? I got to go into accelerate mode. So accelerate modes part two or the second part of this stage two of the rocket, uh, the weight is about a million pounds. You're lifting up 81.5 feet. Uh, 1.1 million pounds of thrust, six minutes going up to 115 miles altitude, right? Getting into space. And then we got to escape velocity, right? So this is getting, this is that last little bit to keep us going until we get to what I would think is is a little bit of uh, no more rockets, right? I and mean, what we would call as real estate investors stress-free abundance. This is escape velocity. The weight of this engine, the weight of this stage is 230,000 pounds. So we're getting, the weights are going down, right? The number of, um, uh, uh, the thrust is also going down, uh, but the amount of the the distance that we're going is actually going up. And but we're lifting off a little bit smaller. What is that? How does this compare to real estate investing? Right? How do you think about this in real estate investing? You know, for me, I kind of did a little research on this Saturn V uh, rocket before I came here. And I want to go through that, what that looks like for us as real estate investors. So this bottom part here, and let me get this on fuller screen so you guys can see it maybe a little bit better. This bottom part here is this first stage. It's the biggest part. It's the heaviest part. And then there's the second page, which is a little bit shorter, right, but still requires a lot of effort to get it going. And part of that going is that continued momentum. So as you guys think about this and you think like, well, what in the world does this have to do with real estate investing? It is this, it is that as you are investing your needs change. Do they not like how many of you guys have been investing for more than five years? Okay. A couple of you guys is what you are doing today a little bit different than what you did when you got started at year one. Right? Does it require a different level of momentum? Does it require different skills? Does it require different knowledge? Uh, But the problem is if you don't have all that momentum at the beginning, if you're still kind of, I'm still thinking about it, right? Uh, Then you're not gonna be able to get going. You're not gonna be able to break the Earth's atmosphere. You're not gonna get out of the gravitational pull. What's the gravitational pull in our lives as real estate investors? What does that look like for us? What's holding us right here? What's holding us back? Think about that. Does it take a little momentum to get off the couch even get here tonight? The answer is yes. Right? So it's not just about getting momentum, but it's also about sustaining that momentum. So here's how I've kind of broken it down for what you need at each stage as a real estate investor. And we're actually going to go from the bottom and then we're going to rise up to the top as we think about it. So stage one is network. Okay, good, thank you guys uh, for your patience there. So stage one, network, knowledge, uh, power team, attorney, CPA, mentor, money, realtors, contractors. Skills, do we need to build up some skills as we're getting started? Closing, negotiating, uh, deal and strategy structuring, analysis and due diligence, right? And experience, what does getting that first deal feel like? Some of you guys have said you've been investing for a while, that first deal feels like what? Okay, this is real, this, this does work. Does that, first, does that first deal get you momentum to be able to fire off that second rocket? The answer is yes, it does, but if you don't get that first deal, some of you guys are like, if I don't get my first deal in a week, I'm out. Who are those people in the room? It's okay, it's okay. Okay, we got one. Uh, so, so, so how many of you guys are, are saying, if I don't get my first deal in three months, I'm out? Okay, a couple of you guys, a couple of you guys. So uh, that's where the momentum comes in. If you're not getting that initial momentum, a lot of people will just kind of give up even before they light off that second uh, part of the second stage of the rocket. So that second stage of the rocket goes from, is combining all of those different things, right? It's the focus, it's the consistency, it's resilience, it is grit, and it is discipline. What does that sound like? Does somebody say work? Yeah, it sounds a little bit like work, but can it be some of the funnest and most profitable work that you've ever experienced out there? And the answer is yes, absolutely. And then once you get to stage three, once you get to stage three, um, can, are the, are, and I asked for the folks who are in the room who, who said they've been investing for a while, are you doing things differently today than you did five years ago when you first started investing? And many of you guys said, yes, you were. So what does that look like? In some cases that looks like getting new knowledge, right? In some cases that looks like getting a new network. And sometimes that looks like putting systems in place, processes in place, hiring, prioritizing, scaling. In some cases that look like you not doing every single thing yourself, right? Guys, some of you may not like this, especially especially for those of you guys in here who are like, I'm into this business because I want to work with my hands. I want to get in there and I want to get dirty and I want to build stuff. Guys, self-sufficiency is a recipe for poverty. Think about that. Ooh, wait, is she right? I don't know if that sounds right. What do I mean? What do I mean? You can't scale. You can't scale. Because why? Because you're doing every single thing. And is that gonna hold you back and maybe only allow you to do a couple of deals a year? So do you have to think differently at that time? And the answer is yes. And as I think about a lot of the things that get in the way for investors, both new investors and old investors, and again, I wanna kinda start at that bottom at that bottom uh, item, and for those of you guys who are in the back or listening on our podcast, I'll I'll read that out. So it's lack of a local tribe, lack of a local tribe. How many of you guys are in university right now? How many of you guys are in YouTube University right now? Okay, that's what I thought, that's what I thought. Okay, so here's the problem with YouTube University. Well, you guys tell me what you think the problem is with YouTube University? Someone said amazing information. Missing information, okay, I was like, we're gonna have to talk later. Uh, so, so so, here's what I find. Um, in many cases, I, the way that I think about it is the ingredients are there, but what's missing? The, the formula, the formula, right? And then who are you learning from? You don't know, right? Can you see them and touch them? No? <laughs> Someone is really saying no to that, right? Can you, can you, uh, can you uh, do you know where they're, do you know where they're from? Do you know where they're from? So some of you guys said, who's, who's, who's at YouTube University right now? Keep your hand up if you know what state they live in. Wait, how, okay, so most of you guys do. But what's the problem with most people? You have no idea where they are Living, investing, working, right? So are there, did anybody move here from another state in the last five years? Right, are the laws a little different here? Are the law the laws are very different here. So if you are implementing something that they are doing in another state, the odds of you making a mistake, the odds of you breaking the law, the odds of you trying to do something that you can't really do here, go up exponentially. My favorite one is when someone talks to me about tax sales in Texas, okay? That sounds really good in other cities, other states, where that actually might work, but how well does it work here? Remember when we were talking about momentum? Let me tell you something. If all you are chasing is tax sales, you, will, you won't even bar- You're going to look like one of Elon Musk rockets that just, like, explode on before even taking off. That's what you're gonna look at look like because you're not gonna be able to get that momentum. So having that local tribe and that's why, you know, I have a a podcast, you know, I have a YouTube channel. But here's what I will tell you about my podcast. Here's what I will tell you about my YouTube channel. We are Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using strategies that work in Texas. I don't claim to be everything to everyone. I go deep in Texas and that's it so if you're listening from another state and you don't plan on investing in texas you can just turn me off and skip to somebody else uh, but uh, uh, sometimes it's a lack of that local tribe uh, no plan or no tribal knowledge right uh, being attending youtube university having some of the pieces but not having the formula it's not knowing who you need uh, or who to ask or even what to ask some of you guys are so brand new, you, can't, you don't even know how to formulate the question because you, just, you, just, you don't know what you don't know yet. Um, no access to the contacts, the contracts, and the contractors. Is that going to get in the way of you being successful? And the answer is yes. It's going to get in the way. Uh, fear. Who are who are folks? And this is a hard one. <laughs> raise your hand if you're afraid. That's no one's going to raise. Okay, one. Okay, more of you are raising your hand than I thought. Okay, thank you for being honest. Uh, fear, self-limiting beliefs, others. Others holding you back, right? Who has a spouse or a partner who's not supportive? Hopefully they're not here with you now, but who has a spouse or a partner who's not supportive? And for the ones who do have a spouse or partner who are not supportive, I already know who you are. You know why? Because your spouse or partner is giving me the international symbol of I don't want to be here. Sir and orange, are doing a pretty good job. <laughs> who brought who here tonight, I'm curious. Yeah, he brought you, okay. But you're very supportive. Okay, she's not crossing your arms at all. Uh, Who in here here is like, hmm, I don't know about this. Who in here is worried that they're gonna go home in a couple weeks and, and tell their spouse, hey honey, I just found a house with an ARV of 500 that I got for 320, I'm ready to pull the trigger on this. Who's worried about having that conversation with your spouse, right? Sometimes we have the people that are closest to us, in some cases holding us back, some people who are not as supportive of some of the folks we have in the room. Uh, and thinking you know the answers. Oh, this can get you in a lot of trouble, right? This is where maybe a little arrogance comes in, right? It's a little, you know, I think I, I think I got this. Guys, it is just as easy to lose money in real estate investing as it is to make money in real estate investing if you don't have all of these things set up, if you don't have the right formula. Stage two, making costly mistakes. What could be a costly mistake of a stage two investor? Overpaying. Hopefully, we got that sorted out in stage one, right? Hopefully, but but, but maybe not. Yeah, but that is that's one of the most costly ones for sure. What's 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 another one? Who do we over, Who do we usually overpay to most of the time? A wholesaler. Not Kobe though. Kobe's got his numbers right. Okay, uh, who do we overpay to? A lot of times a wholesaler, because a lot of times wholesalers do not have their what? Their numbers right. A lot of times they, up, uh, they, they overestimate the ARV and they underestimate the repairs. Is it true that a wholesaler can never operate in the reverse of what I just said? Have you ever met a wholesaler who underestimated the ARV and, and, and underestimated the repairs, right? Or overestimated the repairs? Is anyone? So now this is the time where full silence is acceptable, right? Because that's not even a thing, right? Uh, but making cost, costly mistakes. And sometimes I see as new investors, you know, they get going and then they get in a little bit of trouble from the standpoint of get a little bit overextended. Does that ever happen? Yeah. And then who, what are they worried about being able to pay? They can't make their hard money payments anymore. So what, what does life look like for them then? They've got all these deals, yet they're going to foreclosure. Have any of you guys looked at the foreclosure lists before? Any of you guys look? How many times have you seen an LLC on there? Who is that? That is an investor, right? Who got into trouble. Maybe they overpaid, right? Maybe they got overextended. Um, And then again, the biggest problem I see with investors, as they're getting going, they have a couple of successes, but they're so busy trying to do every single thing themselves that they're never able to scale their business, right? And once you let go of some of these things, the only way to grow to this next level sometimes is to let go of the things that were you were initially doing, right, which sounds a little contradictory, right? But the truth is, in order to grow, some of these things we've got to give up. Uh, so getting to stage three. Uh um, you've got to have uh, it, it, what gets in the way is having that old knowledge, having that old network, right? If you want to jump from single family to multifamily and you're just networking in that same old network, is it going to be a little bit harder for you to get there? And the answer is yes. Uh, busy reinventing the wheel, right? Busy trying to, I'm going to try and, again, do everything myself. And I'm going to try and, 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 and as opposed to, you know, I, I still have investors today who will tell me, Shanoa, I know that I can buy a foreclosure list, a bankruptcy list, a uh, probate list, a divorce list. I know I can buy those lists. But Shanoa, tell me how I can go and do it myself. Right, And it's like, well, all of these people who are selling these lists, who's doing the actual work? That would be a virtual assistant in another country that's doing it at $4 an hour. How much time is your, what is your time worth, right? So so don't go out and reinvent the wheel. You don't have to do everything. Uh, working 24 seven, not having a life. Any of my experienced investors who have been, yes, yes, right, That is that is something that kind of that's the sound of the joy being sucked out of your life right now i will tell you it's exciting you know it's 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 in it but it is a balance and i will tell you i walked the uh the working 24 7 side of that balance for many 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 years until i said you know i want to get some additional joy and i was able to but i had to think different to do it and i had to let go of some of the things that got me there so that i could get to that next level as a real estate investor Um, Keep doing the same stuff, not being heads up on market changes and disruptions. I know we probably have some investors in the room that probably started uh, after 2012, okay? You guys are um, spoiled. You're spoiled, okay? You're spoiled. You don't know what life looks like when you come out of a dot-com boom and a dot-com bust, you don't know what life looks like when you come out of a credit boom and a credit bus, and you don't know what it's like and what strategies you need to use in the middle of a great recession, right? So you think the strategies that work uh, today are going to be the same strategies that uh, work in the future, and the truth is you might need to change those strategies. So as we go through the presentation tonight, our goal is not just to share with you what works today, but I'm also gonna go back a little bit in the time machine so that when you guys quit your job, I don't want any one of you guys to ever have to go back to a job and work for anybody else. I have not updated my resume since 2003. My resume is in some version of DOS, then even the techiest of the techie people in here could not unwind and figure out that thing, nor would I want you to, okay? Nor would I want you to, because I love what I do as a real estate investor. So for those of you guys who are 20-something and are saying, "What is this the DOS that she's referring to?" I don't, I don't know what of what of what things she speaks. Uh, just ask the person who's next to you, behind you, with no hair or gray hair, and they'll get you all sorted out uh, tonight as we go through. So I uh, want to make sure you guys are aware of that. And Phil, you have some. You want me to do a scan of the room? Okay, wonderful. So guys, I'm going to do a quick scan of the room. So uh, if you guys will just like wave your hand or do a physical wave or something just so those uh, who are joining us online, uh, because we're doing a live broadcast, yes, wave now, wave now, wave now, wave now, yes, good, yes, okay, I'm going to give you another shot, okay, I'm going to give you another shot in three, two, yeah, go, go now, yes, good, now, good. Good, good, good. Oh, wonderful. Okay, that was awesome, guys. Thank you for that. Fantastic. So, uh, guys, again, um, I'll, I'll just bring this back to the big momentum, bringing this back to uh, rockets and, and rocket ships and, and, and launching and, and getting going. I'll tell you, if I'm honest with you, I don't know, and, and most of you guys could probably figure this out, I don't know anything about rocket ships, okay, but I know everything about real estate investing. And um, I know what you need for takeoff. I know what you need to scale. I know you, how you need to adjust as the market changes and the disruptions occur. Because if you've been investing for more than eight to 10 years, you know that there are major disruptions out there. And do you think we've got some headed our way going forward? I'll tell you the answer is yes. I want all of you guys to be prepared. Because I want all of you guys, when you decide to stop working, I don't don't want any of you guys to decide that at some point you have to go back to your job. So here at Texas REA is the way that we help you guys, uh, the way that this association helped me when I first started investing. As uh, for us, we learned a long time ago that the more resourced you are, in terms of network, in terms of knowledge, the more successful you will be as a real estate investor. And sometimes we find that a lot of investors are, you know, they're excited, uh, but they don't know which path to take. Uh, There's a lot of decision trees out there that you gotta know how to make, um, and you gotta make sure that you're learning from the right people. I've had many people tell me that I have have an out of state coach. Uh, How many of you guys in here right now have a coach who is out of state? Okay, and what did they tell you to do? They told you to come here, right? Yeah, you know why? Because they don't know your market. You know why? Because they don't have your contracts. You know why? Because they don't have MLS access. You know why? Because they don't have the contacts, the contracts, or the contractors. And at the end of the day, local matters, and that's what it takes to be successful. So I'm glad all of you guys are here. We're going to kind of try and fill in the gaps where we can. Uh, And then for those of you guys who are looking at coaching and looking at coaches that are maybe out of state, I might ask you to reconsider because guess what? They're going to send you right back to me. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.